are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. Hey everybody, what is happening? It's your girl Janan right here on TKO. As you already know here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports. We also discuss the issues that's around the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and where they're now. So, hey, y'all, what's happening? Woo! I'm just so happy to be here today. It's a beautiful day outside, and I guess that just automatically boosts your mood. So, personally, I guess that's the case for me today. So, just like I said, I'm so happy to be here today. We have a phenomenal episode coming up today guys tko is going to be phenomenal today because we have a very juicy fight to break down and yes i am talking about the boxing fight between triple g gennady golovkin and his new opponents vaness martin rosian who is um, substituting in for Canelo Alvarez for this Cinco de Mayo fight on Saturday night. So I definitely recommend everybody just from the beginning, okay? Just from now, I definitely recommend everybody to watch this fight. I know this fight was actually supposed to be something else. And uh, we all, as the fans, were looking forward to that Canelo and Triple G rematch. But hey, man, okay, let me tell you this. This is still a fight. This can still be a competitive fight between Triple G and and Vanessa Martin-Rosian, I definitely recommend everybody to buy the pay-per-views and actually actually pay attention to this fight because you actually don't know what the result is yet. And that's what makes this fight so beautiful, even though the stats and the logic behind the fight might tell you something else. I would still recommend everybody, not just boxing fans, but everybody to just watch this fight and um, keep an eye out for good stuff in this fight. Because uh, I don't know if it's my intuition or whatever it is, but I just have this feeling that... You know, things might not just necessarily go the way that we think they would go on fight nights between um, the fights between Triple G and Vanessa Martin-Rosian. So definitely do watch this fight. We're going to be breaking down this fight today. What else do we have lined up for today? We have, yeah, so I'm going to be making a few announcements in terms of some of the upcoming fights that we have for next week. Next week is a very eventful week or five week rather, because we have boxing, we have MMA, we have UFC, we have Bellator. We have so many fights to talk about. And yeah, so I think we're going to be breaking down those fights next week. But this week, I'm just going to be announcing them. So therefore, raising awareness of what we're going to be talking about next week. So it, so that you guys definitely do tune in. Because if you do not tune in, then you're going to be missing out big time on all of those detailed and thorough breakdowns next week all right so we have a breakdown coming up right now we have fight announcements coming up right now and as always yes we have our weekly dose of motivation yes so if you've been catching up with the show you probably know uh this section very well so we've actually decided to dedicate a whole section to just talking about motivational and inspirational things you know how they can actually occur to you in the world of fitness and sports I guess and how you can actually apply those things to your life pretty much and um, how to apply those things to your life and how to be successful ultimately 
throughout your life by applying those principles to your life. So yes, today we're going to be talking about this week's dose of motivation and what else, man? Yeah, that is all we have lined up for today. And it is episode 65. And I don't know for whatever reason, when I first announced that it was episode around episode 60 or something, it felt like we've actually come so far. But for some reason, ever since last week and this week, it feels like um, in terms of the numbers of uh, of the episodes that we've had so far, it feels like almost that we plateaued for a second. I don't know why, but I guess going from episode 30 to like 50 is a big, big milestone. And you actually notice the increasing number in, um, in the number of episodes. But I feel like, you know, the larger the number gets, the less noticeable is that number increase. So... I guess uh, unless we actually hit episode number 100, so the centennial episode, then then we're going to actually notice how far we've come with our episodes. But okay, let me tell you this. So far, we've actually come so far. But um, yeah, maybe the number isn't that noticeable, at least for me as the host. But hopefully we've done enough to keep you guys satisfied and happy in terms of the, the uh, good quality content that you get in terms of uh, your MMA and boxing and all combat sports news and uh, breakdowns and analysis. So, yeah, that's what we hope. And, yeah, thank you guys for all of your support. And now, without further ado, let's get started. Okay, so now for the weekly dose of motivation and also the daily dose of motivation. So, okay, here's the thing, guys. So... I know all of you guys out there, everybody in this world has a goal. It could be a big goal, could be a daily goal, could be a small goal, a minor goal or whatever. But at least you definitely do have a goal in your life, okay? So what I'm trying to say is that, yes, to actually get started and um, get on the grind in a way for, uh, in order to actually achieve your goal, you know, you might be um, having to put in some extra effort and force into it to actually get things rolling. And then after a while, while in, in the in the process that you're actually, uh, you know, in the grind, you're grinding, then things are going to be running much smoother. Now, the problem, though, the big problem is how do you actually get started initially and how do you start things rolling? And that that part for most people could be a really challenging thing because, you know, sometimes you just have this um, uh, sense of laziness and, um, you know, because you haven't actually started that thing that you want to accomplish yet. You don't really know where to start and you don't really have the drive and motivation to do that task. So what my um, advice to all of you guys out there is and to myself and to whoever's actually listening to this right now is, okay. so what the goal that you're trying to accomplish and the process that leads to it, it's really important that you pair that Pair all of those things with the things that actually motivate you so that those things, those motivational things that specifically motivate you actually give you that extra force that you need to get on the grind and to get rolling, okay? So for me personally, okay, so this is my story or rather a real story. So today, um, obviously, so you guys probably know I'm done exams and it's pretty much my summer 
But I, I really just don't want to stay at home and, you know, just do nothing. I'm a, I, I really like to be productive every single day. And so I usually set up my alarm at a, at a very early time to, you know, get up, go to the gym and then come back and study and whatnot. So, you know, in the morning when you wake up, it's probably really tough. No matter how many hours of sleep you've gotten from the night before, it's still really tough because, you know, nobody's really forcing you to do whatever you're doing. But you personally, you have a goal in mind. And for me, for every day, for me is to be productive, to, to actually accomplish the goals that I have set aside for myself for that day. And for me today, it was going to the gym, study a few chapters for my MCAT book so that I'm actually um, ready for my MCAT exam coming up in a few months. So, you know, studying, going to the gym, uh, perhaps doing house chores and things like that. So for me, how I uh, got things started was I woke up, I had a good breakfast, I had I had a really dope coffee to actually get me uh, waking up and whatnot. I went to the gym, I, I trained, I boxed with a heavy bag. I, I gave it all I had. And for me personally, that really motivates me. It, it, it really makes me feel good. And um, I don't know for you guys, it could be something like, I don't know, getting, getting into your car and uh, putting on a good music that you actually like. And um, just, um, I don't know, talking to somebody that you actually like and um, care about. And to maybe just um, having a few words with that person might actually give you the drive and motivation to get started and to get rolling throughout the day in order to achieve your ultimate goal. And so just like I was saying, for me, you know, I... Um, I went to the gym, did everything that I had to, and I really enjoyed it. That uh, the 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 gym going itself is a task by itself, but that it, it it by itself actually motivates me even more. And then I knew that I was coming into coming into the studio, so that was a motivation by itself too. And yeah, I listened to Gucci Mane on my way here because that really made me feel good. So I just did it. And then here I am doing TKO with you guys, which is a task that I really, really do enjoy. Breaking down fights, which is something that I really do enjoy. And of course, after all of this, I'm going to go home and then I have all the... Uh, drive and motivation that I need in order to get uh, started on my studying and uh, get a few chapters of my MCAT books done. So that is the uh, toughest thing, I guess, throughout my day that I have to do that I really don't want to do when I when I first wake up in the morning. It's something that I'm like, oh, do I really have to do this today? But trust me, by the time you actually paired that uh, goal that you have for that day with the things that motivate you, with the things that keep you going, then it's just going to make things so much more easier and so much more smoother. Trust me, just give it a try. Just um, do whatever makes you feel good, whatever motivates you. Let's, I don't know, go to YouTube, listen to some TED Talks if that actually works for you, or to just uh, just go to YouTube and listen to um, motivational things and um, motivational music or whatever you have to do to actually get yourself motivated and in a way pumped up for whatever you actually have set aside to accomplish 
for that day. And just like I said, this uh, this applies to tiny things, to minor accomplishments, such as, I don't know, doing the dishes or doing house chores. You can just do that. I know it's really dry and boring, but it's something that has to be done. But at least you can pair it with something that uh, makes you feel good and actually motivates you. So like you can listen to music while you're doing the dishes or doing house chores or um, I don't know, whatever you have to do, just make it more, um, uh, I guess, um, better for yourself. Make it more uh, desirable for yourself. Make it actually in a way that you are motivated to go and do it because of those things that you have paired with that task that make it uh, motivating to you. I know uh, some of the things that I said are probably really vague and you know, it's kind of hard to understand, but I feel like by the time you actually apply these things to your own life and apply them to some of the things that you actually have to do for your own life, then it actually does make sense. And trust me, guys, just go out and do it and um, just do what makes you feel good by it on the side of whatever you're doing to accomplish that ultimate goal. So trust me, do it. It will actually work. Let's go, champ. And you got this. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess that's the weekly dose of motivation for you guys. And yeah, so now let's get to, yeah, I think it would be proper to talk about some of the fights that are coming up next week. So um, not this weekend, but the weekend after, guys. So May 12th, we have a boxing fight between Lomachenko and his opponent. Lomachenko is a phenomenal boxer and one of a kind, especially in the modern era of boxing. So he's going to be fighting on May 12th. And that fight is one fight to watch. And then on the on the other hand, we have UFC 224, which is headlined by about a championship bout between the bantamweight champion Amanda Nunes and uh, the contender and title challenger Raquel Pennington. So that is going to be the main, uh, or rather, the headliner of that whole card. The entire main card and the preliminary card is stacked. So I definitely recommend everybody to actually watch that entire. Uh, fight card if you are into MMA and you do want to see some good quality fights definitely do watch that fight card and also just like I said Bellator is also having an uh, event um, in continuation of their heavyweight tournament Bellator is going to be having another bout but this time between King Mo and Ryan Bader and that fight is also going to be really really interesting to watch because Ryan Bader is one of those um Guys, that so many people underestimate, but in reality, he's a dark horse, and I feel like everybody needs to watch out for him. And um, I feel like he's he's an underdog that can potentially win this whole heavyweight tournament at Bellator. And King Mo, he's one of the best strikers at heavyweights, and um, he's been in the game for so long. And you know, even though. Um, he's actually been in the game for so long you know sometimes people due to age and things like that they their performance actually declines but King Mo I feel like he's still at the top and um, his performance hasn't really declined yet so I feel like for that reason this fight between Ryan Bader and um, King Mo is going to be a really interesting one to watch because you actually don't know what's going to happen you don't know if it's going to be a decision um, a fight the fight that's going to go to the full distance or if it's going to be a fight that is going to be finished early you don't really know anything about this fight because 
the both of these guys are going to be fighting are going to be so pre- unpredictable excuse me they're going to be so unpredictable so you don't really know what's actually coming up you don't really know what to expect in that fight for that reason i definitely recommend everybody to actually tune in on may 12th not only to watch the king mo and ryan bader fight but also just like i said to watch the lomachenko fight and the ufc 224 card okay so those are the fights that are coming up next week next week we're going to be breaking down all of these fights that i just talked about um yeah hopefully we just don't run out of time because that'd be really uh, that'd be a, a really bad pity um and i'd be really sad because all of these fights are just so important and i really do see the necessity of um talking about them all and give you guys all the information that you need to have prior to the fights okay so definitely do tune in next week because we have some juicy breakdowns coming up all right and so, yeah, so those are the fights that I want to announce. Um, I also want to talk about the fight, the Bellator fight that happened over, over this past weekend between Fedor Emelianenko and Frank Mir. That was a phenomenal fight because, just like I said, I didn't know who was actually going to win. It was just so unpredictable. And uh, it was really phenomenal to see uh, Fedor Emelianenko uh, make a comeback. And I think that was his first win after like three years. His last win was actually in 2015. And now after three years, he finally won a fight and, and in a phenomenal fashion and such a dominating fashion. And it was honestly a clash of titans and um it was a close fight because Fedor himself actually did get tagged in the very first seconds of the first round by Frank Mir. But I guess he got lucky or whatever you want to call it. Things happened and then uh, Fedor got back up and he actually acted fast, really fast and wisely and just finished Frank Mir right there and then. And so because of that, I want to give him a big, big shout out. And also, okay, this is the headline uh, that I want to talk about. So actually prior to the Fedor and Frank Mir fight, uh, it turns out that the FBI was tracking down Fedor for whatever reason. I'm not exactly sure, but you know, that makes things a bit fishy at least in the in the eyes of the government or whatever. But, you know, I feel like it's just really unnecessary to have those things um, go about when you have such a talented fighter and athlete like Fedor. I mean, many people actually do consider Fedor as one of the greatest mixed martial artists of all time. And to have those political things, um, you know, um, go around and um, all of those circumspections, you know, it doesn't really make sense. I feel like we should actually just focus on the sport and the authenticity of the sport uh, itself rather than mix those things with things like politics and things like that. So, yeah. And um, despite all of those things, despite the fact that it was actually being tracked down and questioned by the FBI, Fedor, when you looked at his face before the fight, when he was actually walking into the cage with Frank Mir, when he actually looked at his face, he just looked like he woke up from a nap and uh, perhaps he's just on his way to catch the bus or something and he's not even late and he's just taking his time and he just looks so cool and calm and collective. Man, I don't I don't know how Fedor does it, but I feel like those are the things that make Fedor, Fedor. So yeah, shout out to Fedor. Uh, he's the man and now he's... Um, down to face off against Chelsea Sonnen 
And so just like I said, next week or actually on May 12th, so whoever wins the fight between King Mo and Ryan Bader is going to be facing off against Matt Mitrione. And whoever wins that fight is going to move on to the finals. And just like I said, uh, whoever wins the fight between Chell Sonnen and Fedor is also going to move on to the finals. So yeah, it's it's um, approaching, guys. The final is coming up in a few months so yeah that is definitely one thing to look forward to throughout the summer in terms of Bellator fights all right so now now I really <laughs> do want to get into the breakdown for the Gennady Golovkin and Vanessa Martirosian fights um so okay before I get into the actual breakdown, though, I do need to update you guys on the whole Canelo um, situation. So you probably know that Canelo was, um, uh, he tested positive for a substance called clenbuterol, which is usually found in contaminated meat um, and especially um, has become a major issue in areas in uh, Mexico because uh, allegedly, this substance is actually found in various meat products across Mexico. And the rumor was that um, Canelo Alvarez had actually consumed con contaminated meat, meat that was actually contaminated with the substance clenbuterol, and therefore that was why he tested positive uh, by USADA. Now, the thing is, um, you know, when they actually tested uh, Canelo, I believe they took um, blood samples and urine samples and he tested positive. OK, I believe for most of those samples. Now, what they have actually done right now is they have taken a hair sample or a hair follicle sample and they have uh, tested that hair follicle for clenbuterol. And actually, there have been no evidence of any traces of clenbuterol in Canelo's um, hair sample. Now, okay, the thing is, why would you, first of all, why would you do that so many months after those alleged um, cheating um, uh, statements? Okay, why would you do that such a long time after all of those things have went down because you don't know what the half-life and what the actual life of the substance in a human body is. I know that uh, for certain drugs, they actually tend to stay in your, for, for example, in your fat tissue, in your adipose tissue, and in your hair for a longer time than they actually do stay in your blood or urine. But in the case of clenbuterol, it just makes things a bit fishy because what, why didn't you actually test for clenbuterol in that hair sample while you guys were taking urine samples and blood samples? Because now you don't actually know when that clenbuterol was actually cleared from Canelo's body. But now you're taking that hair follicle samples so many months after all of those things, all of those major issues have gone down. So... Even though, yes, he tested negative this time for clenbuterol through that hair sample, but does that actually prove anything? Does that prove that Canelo actually didn't cheat? Does that prove that Canelo never really took clenbuterol? What does that actually prove? It proves nothing. And uh, I know a lot of people have actually come up to me and said, Janon, you're really biased in this whole Canelo cheating um, situation. And um, let me tell you this. You know, it's just really fishy, the whole situation, because 
even even if Canelo did have clenbuterol by accident through having contaminated meat, how much clenbuterol was actually in the meat that when he ate like a steak or something, he his body, the levels in his blood and urine went so much up that the that when the athletic commissions were actually testing the samples, they, you know, it, it was just a con- it was just an immediate red flag that they were like, oh, Canelo has tested positive for clenbuterol. He he cannot fight uh, Triple G anymore because of all that. You know, so what I'm saying is even if he did just take the meat, the contaminated meat, the levels for clenbuterol would have been much lower. And um, it's just it just really doesn't make sense. And then on the other hand, you have this whole thing that if Canelo actually did want to cheat, then he would have cheated in a more, um, I guess, secretive manner and not some and not actually taking something like clenbuterol that is so obvious to test in, in any sort of sample. And just like I said, this whole hair follicle sample testing, it just doesn't add up because you know, it's too late now. It's too late. They should have actually, uh, they should have taken that hair sample while they were doing all the blood and urine sample. And then if the uh, hair follicle tested negative, then you could have said something or whatever the, the, the result was at the time, then we could have said something. But then right now it's just too late and it doesn't really add up to anything. And so because of that, I'm still pretty suspicious about this whole Canelo situation. But okay, enough of that. Let's actually talk about the fight that is coming up on May 5th. So Triple G versus Vanessa Martirosian. Vanessa Martirosian hasn't fought in two years. But the thing is, we shouldn't actually underestimate him because he his style is actually kind of similar to that of um, Triple G's because he's really resilient and he's not scared to get hit. And he himself isn't actually scared to charge forward and do whatever that is needed to to overwhelm his opponent and so because of that you know this this whole fight is very tricky because if Vanessa uh, Martirosian doesn't win this fight but actually does take the fight the whole the full distance it's a big win for him actually because he hasn't fought in two years and just by doing that against someone uh, like Triple G who's just so talented and and at the top of his game it's a big big accomplishment okay so um win or lose all I'm trying to say is win or lose Vanessa Martirosian is going to be a winner because of his courage for taking this fight against Triple G and because of all of those things that I just said. However, it's just really tricky for Triple G Gennady Golovkin because even if he does win this fight, even if he does win this fight through a very dominating fashion, it's still not going to be enough in the eyes of us, the boxing fans. Because we actually expected something else and here we have Triple G... Um, defending his title and proving himself to a guy that we haven't even heard of for two years. And, um, you know, it doesn't really it doesn't really prove much about how how um, well Triple G's performance was, given that he actually did perform well against um, Vanessa Martin-Rosian. But okay, despite all those things that I just said, guys, I feel like we just need to give this fight a chance and actually do give it a watch because, first of all, Gennady Golovkin is going to be fighting. Yes, that's a big, big thing to actually watch out for. And Vanessa Martirosian, we shouldn't really underestimate him because who knows? Just like like you, you guys already know, as combat sports fans, the combat sports math 
doesn't always work out and that is what makes it so much more interesting in this particular case for this particular fight and man i'm just looking at the clock right now oh unfortunately that is all the time we're gonna have for this week fam okay make sure that you watch the triple g and vanessa marirosian fight on saturday night it's gonna be amazing trust me and um at, at the least it's gonna be entertaining i'm pretty sure and yeah so make sure that you go to cfru.ca and soundcloud and itunes to catch up with our previous episodes and until next time it's your girl jenna right here and this is tko peace out